Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we've got my boy Callum back. We're talking some buy low players. Let's go. Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard for human life. Here he goes to Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Curry for three. Wow! Unbelievable. Making it rain in New York. We the North are now we the champions. Not the destination. G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys uh, Fantasy now. And uh, uh, welcoming back Callum Mack onto the uh, the live studio here. Uh, it's good to finally have us back on the same pod today. Then. That's Mate. it. Back in the office. Uh, yeah. feels, feels good to be back. Um, you've obviously upgraded the facilities, which is <laughs> awesome. we got the memorability in the, in the background. Um, but we're finally together again once yeah. more. We both traveled. I went to Europe. You did Europe. We essentially traded places, yep. but um, the, the dream team is back. The dream team is back together, ready to talk some fantasy basketball uh, and uh, ready to talk, uh, obviously, about some players that we think that you can get for value right now uh, who maybe are not performing the best right now and actually maybe performing downright disgustingly, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that probably provides a bit of value that you can go and uh, grab uh, off a panicking manager. Of course, uh, you know, take into consideration what your team needs and, and things like that, but but, um, and especially if you're doing well at the moment and you, you've got a bit of a buffer room and the, a team that has some of these guys is really struggling, that you can uh, you can pick them off because it's getting close to the, the point in the season now. I think we are, what are we at, January 6th, probably another another four or five weeks away from the All-Star break and then uh, and then pretty much fantasy playoffs are right around the corner after that. So it's, uh, it's getting closer to crunch time. Uh, so if you've got some other managers in your league that are panicking, time to pounce. So That's it. Now's the time to make trades, I think. Like just before the season when you realize, you know, this person isn't a great fit, I can probably get them out there and essentially get someone which has high value for your build, for your team, that punt. Um, strategy that you're going for. Yeah, everything's sort of locked in place. It's very clear of what's happening at the moment. It's very clear of how your team's sitting. So yeah, it's uh, the, the, the waiver wire is maybe a little bare and stale at the moment. So to improve your team, looking for trades is definitely what we're looking for. So uh, I'll throw it over to you first, Cal. Uh, bring us in with your first uh, buy low candidate. And uh, who is it? Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw two guys in the mix together. Okay. I, I feel like these are guys that are, I'm going to say untapped potential at this point that could... Um, definitely rise their game a bit towards the later end of, of the season here. But both of which I'd say a punt three throw percentage. So I got Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran, yes. Um, and okay. also Ben Simmons. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's what I'm going for right now. I, once again, same argument. I think Jalen Duran has actually been getting a lot more minutes over the past few weeks. He's been starting. He's been consistent. And right now, if you look at, say, his season stats, I would say they are deflated of what he will actually end up finishing on towards the end of the season. So from that basis um you could potentially persuade someone for a bit of a trade and, and do pretty well in in the um in the market there and likewise for ben simmons 
Um, I think he's getting more comfortable. I, I think people kind of undervalued how rusty he actually might be coming out of the gate. Because he did look terrible. I will say that. He was yeah. definitely 100% an incredible buy low to start the season. Yeah, he's, I think he's featured on this show several <laughs> times so far this season. Yeah, But he's on an upward trajectory, and I, I see him maintaining that um, for, you know, let's say over the next month, maybe his scoring becomes a bit more consistent um, and, and raises that field goal as well. And he can give you the... Because um, he was pretty good in the field goal aspect of things, but he was back at Philadelphia. Um, yeah. and, and I think it's just, look, this team's doing great as well, yeah, which he, the confidence should be coming along. Yes. Um, so that's why I've got these guys thrown together. Um, look, I'll, I'll touch on Duran first. I think he's an interesting one because he's obviously someone that maybe was on waiver wires a few weeks ago. People have obviously picked him up expecting some big things because uh, he's been starting sort of most of uh, December and now into January. He's um, He was decent. He's putting up... Uh, some decent games, but recently he struggled. Hasn't been blocking many shots, which is really strange. Only one block shot in the last four games. Uh, did have an 18 and 11 game, but no other stats. So when it comes to a ranking perspective, he's well down. Um, in the last two weeks, he's 139th ranked player. The last week, he's outside the top 200. So you could use that ranking argument to sort of pry him away from, from fantasy managers. I don't think he's ever going to help you in threes. I don't think he's ever going to help you in, a, in uh, assists. Probably not this season, although I do think he has some passing upside. Um, and only averaging 0.3 blocks in the last week, point, um, point 0.7 in the last two weeks. I think he's more likely to be like a 1.7 guy than a 0.7 block guy. And I think that's where his ranking will, will come up a lot. And uh, I think... You know, 25 minutes in the last week, 28 minutes in the last two weeks, I think that's definitely going to come up north of 30 after the All-Star break. So even though he seems like a, a guy that you just got off the waiver wire, I think he has more upside than maybe that label suggests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, the, the past week, look, he had a blowout, I think, last game, so that can be a bit deflated. But the block should definitely come. I, I don't understand why it hasn't been there this week. Weird. Sometimes yeah. they have cooler weeks and they get hotter weeks with the blocks, so I would imagine that to come up. His field goal has been really consistent. He's obviously finishing everything. I'd also imagine his rebounds to get up above the 10 mark for, I think, the rest of the season if he maintains these awesome minutes. He's an rebounder. Like, he's had, a, he he's had a game where he's already, in his young career, 19 rebounds. He's another 18 rebound game, yep. 14 a couple of times. He's a beast, so, man. Yeah, he's, he's an excellent rebounder. So, um, he, he fits a, a need. So, if you don't need rebounds, obviously... He's not going to do that much more for you outside the field goal and maybe a little bit of blocks. But, yeah, I like that. Ben Simmons is a funny one. He's um, <laughs> he's someone that I, I do... I've liked him uh, from a fantasy point of view. He's in uh, a couple of my dynasty teams. He's very, he's very need-specific, I'll say that, because you look at some of the stats and it can easily make you throw up in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the last two weeks, 6.5 points. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, yeah, obviously he doesn't hit your threes. Well, what about that eleven percent from the free throw line? The eleven percent. I think he he hit. Oh, he hit four free throws last game. It was on twenty five percent. But <laughs> I think before that he went on a streak where he didn't hit a free throw for like two months or something like that. It was absolutely ridiculous. Like it has to be some kind of a record. Um, so yeah, he's he's definitely a knee specific guys. But I've always preached that his. Fantasy profile is so unique. Like, there's mm. no one else out there that can really give you the rebounds, assists, steals, and field goal percentage that he does. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of someone elite like a like a Jokic, but obviously mm. he's he's not Jokic really. But he he does have a very specific need with glaring weaknesses, but very unique, I think. So if he suits your your build, 
some teams might be sick of looking at him scoring, you know, six points a game. And uh, if you're punting that category, you're already solid there. I think he's a great buy. Yeah, the, the punt points, the punt threes are glaring at you, definitely, for that Ben Simmons. Yeah, so his his rank is all over the place, 130 for the season, uh, 213th the last week, 190th the last two weeks. It's really hard to actually just trust the rankings for a player like that because in certain punt builds, he's going to be way more valuable than others. So uh, I think that's a good one. I'll throw, uh, I'll throw one back over to you here. And um, a new one, actually. I don't think I've had him as a buy low this season so far. He's the 44th ranked player on the season, but the last two weeks, he's the 101st ranked player. Mikhail Bridges for the Phoenix Suns. Surprisingly struggling at the moment with uh, Devin Booker out. Uh, you would think it might be the opposite, but he is uh, he is shooting terribly. Uh, the last two weeks, he is averaging 37% from the field. The last week, again, 37%, which is definitely deflating a lot of his numbers, but the rest of the numbers are pretty decent. He's still averaging a block over that time, 1.4 in the last two weeks. The free throw percentage is nice, still doesn't turn it over. The, um, the threes are down a little bit because obviously he's shooting it really poorly, but I think that it's just a matter of time before those shots go in and they go in at a high volume while Devin Booker is gone. So I think he's a really good buy low. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, Mikhail Bridges? Uh, I think he kind of is the showing that he is um, just, just that really critical role player. And when he's given a bit more of a role, unfortunately, Devin Booker takes... Obviously, it helps this guy out so much because oh, yeah. this guy lives on the whole, you know, 50% field goal. It was close to 50% three-point and, like, you know, 90% from the line. He was, like, in that kind of tier of people, which is super rare. And that's why he was so good from, from a fantasy point of view because he'd really help you with the threes. The percentages were always up there. Even the past couple of weeks, you know, he's shooting essentially 90%. And he's always – he's been consistent there at least. But seeing this drop now with, um, with Booker out – does kind of show like he's just the role player. I guess we all thought he's he was. The guy to go and get you a bucket. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But the defensive stuff, the blocks a little bit more up this past week. He's kind of always somewhat consistent on the defensive end. It's it's has dropped down to only about a half a steal, which is also hurting his current ranking of the past few weeks. But I would imagine as soon as Devin's back, he can lock in on that end. That's where yeah. he is special. Um, and I imagine most of his stats will just get boosted when the percentages rise as Devin um, obviously can, continues to con- like. Um, just take that load offensively. Yeah, he is someone that I sometimes I push back on his ranking. He's like artificially inflated because he only mm. averages 1.2 turnovers on the season. So I think that, you know, he's probably around that top 60, top 50 kind of a value. Um, if you can get him for someone closer to that like top 100 range, I would 100% pull the trigger. I think that that's probably where I'd be floating out the kind of offers in that kind of a range. Um, and and I, I do expect that the shots to go down at some point, and I do think that when Booker comes back, it does help him. When you might have thought the opposite, you might have thought he goes up and has a boost when Booker's out. We've sort of seen so far that, like you said, he's not the he's not the go to scorer. That's not what he's good at. Yeah, shot um, creation, which kind like, of hurts his fantasy. Funnily enough, yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, so uh, I think Mikael Bridges is a good buy low candidate. Who's uh, who's your next one? All right. for us. N- next, I'm going to go a uh, similar thing with the, the lower field goal. Um, even though he's been doing it mostly most of the season, but Scary Terry Rosier. Yeah, he's um, he's been uh, pretty disappointing so far, the, the, the Scary Terry, the former Boston Celtic. He, he's always been, for, on a weekly basis, he can pop off some weeks. You know, he just pretty much gets hot, cools down. And look, the man pretty much has been averaging under 40% for the season, unfortunately. Yeah, it is, um, yeah. If you're, when you were getting him, I, I assume you are taking that in, into consideration because he was, but he was, he was around like, that. He was like 45, 44% last season. It was very manageable. It, it, it's, um, and he'd done that for two seasons. Three seasons ago, he was mm. horrible. Um, 
and but so we put two seasons on his back, and we thought, okay, maybe he's turned the corner, and he's just actually this good now. I think the fact that the Hornets have been just downright garbage. Yeah. Has, um, He's putting some weight he, on the shoulders, right? Probably yeah. taking some stupid shots. The mellow ball's been out. LaMelo helped him find some good open shots for sure yeah. as well. So yeah. that would have upped his um, percentages. Now LaMelo's back. Yeah. So in terms of a buy um, low target, I would I would hope to think now LaMelo's here, it, it will start to come back up that field goal. Yeah, I would, I would expect it to come back up. I think he is someone that... I've I've reevaluated where I had him at the start of the season in terms of I think I had him in like the forties range, the early forties. Um, you know, just someone that you could you could lock away as like a good contributor across the board. Mm. Um, you know, he's not a huge assist guy, but gives you enough assist, doesn't turn the ball over a bunch, but I've reevaluated and put him back. I still think, though, he's like a top 60 kind of a player. I agree. So I, agree. I think, um, you know, the last two weeks, he's 170th. On the season, he's the 160th ranked player. It really is just down to that field goal percentage. It's absolutely atrocious. Um, still giving you 20 points, still giving you five assists, four rebounds, two and a half threes. Like, they're all still good numbers. Um, the turnovers are a bit higher. And then, and then again, it's the field goal percentage. So the field goal percentage, really, from 44.4 last year to 30. 39.4. It's a big drop. And obviously, um, when you're shooting it as many times as he's shooting it at the moment, it's um, that's the big difference. So if you're a punt field goal percentage team, he's an excellent target. I'd love to have a uh, have a look at what he's actually ranked uh, with that with that in mind. But um, what do you do you expect him to improve from here? Are you worried about a shutdown in terms of Charlotte and uh, I was gonna mention layer? there is a slight red flag with him considering Charlotte are obviously one of the worst teams in the league right now. They look, look they didn't have Lamello. Their record is atrocious. They might as well just go, they could just go full punt, right? I'm, I'm not going to be completely surprised if that does happen. So in that scenario, look, is he on the trade block? If that happens, does his usage yeah, go down? I wonder if he is on the He's trade someone block. that probably would be in discussions. He's got a pretty good contract for his output. I would argue I you can fit on any team. To buy him. I think that that could, be, that could be an option. And I think um, that trade ne- wouldn't necessarily hurt his value because you'd imagine the field goal percentage lifts. Uh, True. It might hurt his counting numbers, but offset maybe with some improved field goal percentage. Mm. Um, that is an interesting one. I've, I answered someone's question the other day about like shutdown risk with Charlotte, and my thought was they're doing a pretty darn good job of losing... <laughs> so um, I don't know if they need to shut down people to continue losing. Yeah, they're already pretty bad. Um, maybe they just play a few more of the young guys. Mark Williams is getting a bit more minutes now. Maybe you put someone mm. like James Booknight out there, who's terrible. He should help you lose games. <laughs> uh, just a shout out to him. You got someone like a Mikael Bridges that could be on the way back as well. But I imagine there'll be like some Miles games. Bridges. Miles Bridges, sorry, yeah. uh, Miles Bridges. But there'll be some kind of suspension that he'll have to deal with. I assume. Yeah. So, but yeah, you got Ubre as well. Who. Could be on the trade block as yeah, well. So it, it is yeah, hard to see what's going to happen too. with this team. Mm. But I think, look, overall, you, you can probably safely say Terry's output, I think, should really just go up. Yeah. So he is definitely a buy-low target in my eyes. Yeah, I think, um, I think yeah, I think he's still a buy-low, but I would I would be trying to buy really low because I think a lot mm. of people out there would be very frustrated with him, and I think you can get him for a pretty cheap yeah. price, uh, definitely. So uh, I think that's a good pick as well. I'm going to switch over for my next buy-low to a big guy and someone who, again... Really has been very disappointing this year, and um, I, I held a, a lot of hope at the start of the season. I know you were very skeptical about the fit, but Rudy Gobert is uh, is my pick for the buy low Ken at the moment. You were you were very anti the trade at the time. Um, I was maybe optimistic or foolishly, I don't know, hopeful that it was going to work out, but it hasn't worked out uh, really at all. He's the, the most concerning thing to me is that he hasn't looked 
that much better, even when Carthy Towns has been out. Um, so, in the last two weeks, he's the 131st ranked player, 10 points, 9 rebounds, 1.8 blocks. He's still shooting 75% from the field, so... It's on five attempts a game. The five attempts, so, so the attempts are down... The rebounds are well down. Like he averaged nearly 15 rebounds last year. Yeah. Uh, only 11.7. I say only 11, but like when you're going from 15 down to 11, it's it's a it's a decent drop. Yeah. Um, and you know 1.4 blocks on the season down from 2.1. Like he's been over two for several seasons in a row. That's what you're getting um, when you when you draft him. You're like, oh, look, at least I can lock in a couple blocks yeah. and be competitive in that category. And he hasn't quite had that output, unfortunately. He, he has in the last week given you 2.3. The last two weeks, 1.8 blocks. So it is it is improving. And we do know that blocks are like they're very variable in terms of a week to week kind of situation. Like he can go out and give you a game where he puts up three blocks, four blocks, and then he can go a couple games where he doesn't have any. So um, last three games, he's had three blocks, two blocks, two blocks, all in those games. So I still think that Rudy Gobert is there and he's been frustrating. If you need blocks, if you need rebounds and field goal percentage, I still think he's a really good guy. Just be aware that it's, I don't expect him to reach the heights. I think I had him as a second round player, unfortunately. I don't think he's going to get back that far, but I still think in like a punt free throw or a punt three build, he can be like a top 40, top 45 kind of level player. And uh, I think right now you might be able to sneak him in for someone closer to that top 50, top 60 range. Yeah. I'd agree in those punt builds, yes. Uh, but it, and, and there will be guys out there that are frustrated to have him right now. Yeah. Just be, like the past couple of weeks, you know, 10 points and nine rebounds when you don't have Carl Anthony Towns. You know, that's pretty that's pretty embarrassing. You don't have a Vanderbilt there who was a guy that, you know, pumped rebounds. This is someone that you should be getting the fourteen rebounds, should help be helping yeah. to carry you there. So yeah. it, it is a letdown. Um I, I I would imagine a lot of people would be open to trading this guy at this point in time. Yeah, and but I and I think obviously you could you can float the idea that, you know, Carly Downs is gonna come back soon. So you, I think you can get him pretty cheap. He still is the, the boom and bust in terms of those categories. You know, he, he's never contributed assists. He's never contributed in, in threes or, or steals. So he's still doing his stuff in the same categories. It's just all on a slightly muted scale, um, which is obviously hurting his value. But I still think that there is some use in, in obviously, Rudy Gobert. And uh, I think that, yeah, you can get him pretty cheap. Who's uh, let's give me give me one more buy low uh, player there, Cal, that we can uh, finish on before my last one. Okay, um, I'm going to go Evan Mobley. Another shot blocker. Um, another shot blocker who, who we touched on before. The past couple of weeks has been down. He's only had... He's had less than a block a game over the past couple. Uh, we know he should be obviously over a block a game. I, I, I'd be hoping for one and a half to up to two within that range for him. Um, steals have been okay. I mean, look, the points, about 10 points and seven and a half over the past few weeks. He has had a few like sparks where he'd go off and have a good game. But overall... He just has been a bit of a low. I think a lot of people were buying into this is his sophomore season. He should yeah. take a bit of a jump. Expectations were high. That hasn't quite happened. He did go in a pretty... He had a pretty good December, I'll say, where he had like a couple games there, you know, 21 and 12, followed by 17 and 13, and was he getting the assist back. Yeah. Exactly. So th- there's been some positive sights. I'd like to think... Um, he missed a couple games here. Maybe some people have, have come drop back down. You could maybe put your hand in the ring yeah. just because what, what someone drafted him probably won't be the output to what this trade will be. So it could definitely be a buy low target. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously six points in the last game. Um, very disappointing on poor shooting. He's he's averaging on the season, what is he averaging? 1.2 blocks on the last two weeks, 0.8 blocks on the last month, 0.7. So he was blocking shots earlier in the season. The last month, it's, it's dried up a fair bit. So again, we talk about those blocks. They can come in big swings. So... 
you know, another stretch of good games could be just around the corner. He's young. Um, I still think the talent is there. Um, he's the 67th ranked player, so he's improved on last season so far marginally. Um, but 123rd in the last two weeks. It's um, It might be someone you can get around for that, like, 80 to 100 type value player or, or maybe someone that if you if you want to swap stats you, you could do so at Evan Mobley I really do like the fact that he is getting you know uh, 2.7 assists 3.2 in the last month if he can combine that with the blocks it's a very unique kind of combination you don't get a lot of guys that can give you good field goal percentage assists rebounds and blocks so I think that that has a little bit more value than his like ranking might suggest um, because often you get blocks, shot blockers that don't give you any assists, um, and, and he's obviously not in that in that case at all there. So, I think I think things can turn around for Mobi very quickly. Um, yeah, and I agreed. Think that, agreed. Yeah, obviously, with how young he is, um, uh, you, you look at last season as well. One point seven blocks for the season last yeah. season. Right now, it's at one point two. I would imagine that should like I think it should just come up. They should closer to one point five. I would imagine and it, it, exactly. And for that to happen, he'd ha- he has to go on a stretch where he's going to be blocking more than that. So mm. these next couple of months, he could go up to t- blocking two shots per game. You know, yeah. just to average that out. So I think I think it's a good shout. I, I, I like him as a buy low. Um, my last one here is Kyle Lowry is a buy low candidate, and uh, boy oh boy uh, is he a buy low. Um, look at his last couple of games. If you are not someone who has Kyle Lowry in your roster, you may not be aware of the pain that people are going through with him <laughs> on their roster. But his last four games, 11 points, 6 points, 5 points, 3 points. Those are four separate games, guys, all in a row. Um, so managers right now are probably sick of him. He's missed chunks of games here and there. Look, it's it's not... Maybe as a buyer, I'm not selling him to, to you to go and make a trade. But what I'm suggesting is that you can get him dirt cheap. He is someone that still is going to give you good assists. On the season, he is actually still ranked the 68th ranked player, would you believe it? So he's inside the top 70. He's close to that Evan Mobley type ranking. Um, that's despite shooting 40% from the field. Um, he's still giving you the 1.1 assists, uh, seals, sorry, 2.33s, 5.7 assists are still there. The free throws are still nice. He's still helping you in a lot of areas. It's not sexy. He's old. Um, you know, people might just be willing to. to let him go really cheap. I think you could probably right now get him for someone outside, maybe that close to that top 100, 120 sort of a zone. I think, um, yeah, because of his age, his sometimes people think that he's like injury prone with with uh, things down the end of the stretch, which is a possible possibility. So you, that's why you go low. Um, but I think that you could get him pretty cheap at the moment. Yeah, he's definitely someone that is frustrating to own. Like I'm a Miami guy. And some games when you watch him, he's just flailing his body out there and doing stupid stuff. But look, something it's oh, the hot game. I, I, I hate watching him play. I hate watching him as well. <laughs> yeah. He's a guy you hate to verse, right? He's just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Kyle Larry, God damn it. Why do I have to go against this guy? That playoff series we were just talking about before we got on air, man. I hated <laughs> playing Kyle Larry with the amount of flopping he does. His anyway, scrappy play did, did help Miami oh, look, you know, it, compete in that it, series. It's helpful for his team. But uh, anyway. Outside of an MVP, Jimmy Butler. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, look, the steals there, assists there, I think that's really what... In terms of a point guard, he is somewhat reliable in, in those sections. And it, as you point out, he's around that 70 value for the season, uh, which is surprising. So I, I do dare say some people are willing to part ways from him and you wouldn't have to have a, a splashy thing to get him. And he is, I think he is somewhat reliable, even though he's had a pretty cool week. If, if you scroll back through his game log, like he's had games, he's had 28 point nights. He's had, you know, 15 assist nights so far this season. He's had a triple double in there. Mm. Uh, like he's had, he's had some decent stretches in, in December. He was, he was looking really good. November was a strong month for him as well. So, um, 
uh, his recent patch of form, I don't think is a suggestion of that he's he's just getting over it. I still think there's some good players in there. I think it's just a bad patch of, of form at the moment. And uh, because of his age, some people might be quick to suggest that that's just what he's going to be from here on out. I think he's going to bounce back and... Uh, and uh, the Miami Heat need him to because obviously they're not doing as well as uh, uh, last season, for example. So he's still going to have to get out there and play minutes. They don't have the luxury of shutting him down or, or resting him or anything like that. So I think that uh, I think that yeah, he's a good buy low there. Anyone else that you really want to touch on, or should we uh, should we have a nice short sweet podcast? Uh, look, I'll, I'll do another just one one cl- last quick one that we can do. Um, Drew Holiday has Drew. been cool the past couple of weeks. One eighty nine. Bad field goal. Um, the assists haven't quite been there, and, and even the steals. So everything's just dropped. Um, he did miss a few games as well. So look, maybe there's someone out there who, who owns Drew Holiday that could be potentially willing to part ways for the season. He has been, you know, pretty somewhat consistent. Um, Thirty-seven. I feel like that's probably where you're drafting him. Uh, he's just had a bad uh, few weeks. Yeah, so. he's um, he's uh, he's missed time. He's, he missed three games, came back for a game, missed last game as well. So obviously, very frustrating for fantasy managers. Mm. And we know that Milwaukee obviously are very cautious with their injuries. So I think that that is something to keep in mind. He he's had to do a lot for this team this year. I think I saw a stat that um, he's like defending the the best player, and he's like in the top ten in terms of offensive uh, load as well. So he's of those two things combined, he's probably one of the highest. Uh, He's got the highest responsibilities of any players in the NBA. So um, uh, he's, he's doing a lot. So maybe his body is, needs a bit of rest. Hopefully it's, it's something that doesn't plague him down the stretch of the season. I know I've got him in the, uh, the locked-on fantasy basketball bowl and I need him to get back uh, good. Uh, I think he might be... He, he has done really well. He's the 38th ranked player on the season. But, but he is only 60th over the past couple months. Yes. So he had a pretty hot he started month well. the, yeah. the start and yeah. he has eased off from there. Yeah, and that's, that's why true. I'm saying maybe some owners like, oh, you maybe, know, maybe it. you can get him for like a 60th kind of guy. Maybe yeah. it yeah. could be a good investment. I, th- I think so. I think if you could do that, I would. I would pull the trigger and, and cross my fingers that the, the body holds up. But um, I would just keep that little little bit in mind. But uh, that will do it for us today, guys. Uh, make sure you guys comment down below and make sure if you are not already subscribed to the channel, give us a big thumbs up. Uh, follow me over on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy and uh, make sure if you are listening over onto the uh, podcast side of things, I uh, would love it if you guys give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast and uh, yeah, let us know how much you miss Cal and I back together and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.